Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Matt Scraby's creating all kinds of havoc as we uh, <laughs> get into the 5 o'clock hour. It is the happy hour. It is. Final hour of our program. Uh, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, today on Gwen and Chris. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., idle today, uh, making his way down to Peoria where he will be uh, for tomorrow's show and also to call the uh, spring training opener Friday at noon alongside his partner, Jesse Agler. I think his favorite partner, Jesse Agler. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put his feet to the fire. Who do you think's uh, his favorite partner? That's not fair. You can't ask him I'm not going to answer that. Can't put him in that situation. Well, when I asked Sammy Love one time who he likes better, Tony or Jesse, he couldn't choose. So, oh, I thought when you asked Sammy Love who he likes better, our show or Ben and Woods, he said oh, well, Ben no. and Woods. That is definitely Ben and Woods. Come he on. loves Ben and Woods. We know that. Sammy Love is a Ben and Woods honk all the way. <laughs> um, Tony and Jesse, they have the uh, Padres-Mariners game on Friday. Tomorrow we'll be on at our regular time. Of 2 o'clock, but how is Scraby throwing everything into major chaos? Uh, it has not taken him too long. Uh, you know, he can always count on you on a slow news day, Scraby, to uh, create some serious chaos. If you're just tuning into the program, there isn't a whole lot going on in sports today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some college basketball tonight. Uh, some of the top teams are in action, including second-ranked Alabama. Uh, the Aztecs won last night. They beat Colorado State. Comfortably, 77-58. to 58. Padres at spring training. We'll hear from Bob Melvin and some of the latest goings on there. There's nothing earth-shattering, news-breaking happening there. But Scraby has still put everybody into a tizzy here uh, because he brought up a Big Five question. Uh, Sorry. Okay, I didn't know if that was you. Tony's not in the me. room, so it's me. It's you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he brought up a Big Five question having to do with the fact that the MLS uh, and the commissioner of the league, what's his name, Don? Garber, yeah, Don, Don Garber. Don Garber came out and said that uh, the two cities that are most likely to get our 30th and newest expansion team in the MLS would be either Las Vegas or very likely San Diego. Mm. So we, we apparently yeah. have a you know a better-than-average shot yeah. of getting the 30th MLS franchise. Uh, Mr. Garber said that the MLS hopes to uh, have a decision on that 
timeline being the end of the year. Now, this is February 22nd. I don't know. Does he mean the end of the soccer season, or does he mean the end of the calendar year? I would think calendar year. Yeah. I mean, he's still got a long way to go. But Scraby thought he'd get ahead of the game by asking everybody, hey, what should we make the nickname of our new San Diego soccer franchise? And Scraby said, am I crazy to think that we could call them the Chargers? (laughs) And I said, yes, you're crazy. Oh, I'm not crazy. And he said... I don't know about that. I think it would be a nice kind of homage to our old football team. And a stick and it to said, the NFL. People hate the name Chargers here in San Diego and anything associated with it. So I told Scraby to put up a poll. I don't even know if people are bothering to vote in the poll. They're just basically writing you nasty emails and tweets instead. Well, no, the people are voting in the poll, and I'm actually surprised at the results so far, Chris. With, what are the um, results, actually? What is What choices did you give? Okay, so here's the question on my Twitter, at Matt Scraby. If okay. San Diego got an MLS team and it was named the San Diego Chargers, would you support the team? The choices are yes, no, I hate you is the final choice. I hate you? Yeah, because right. people do hate me for asking this question. Okay. So the what yes are the results right now, at the moment? You know, we have about 200 votes in uh, just uh, like 20 minutes. Yes is 31%. No is 37%. And I hate you is 32%. <laughs> so, so I'm you surprised got, yes, yes. you got 31% supporting you. Yes. I That's got- much higher than I predicted. I predicted 90%. Yeah, would be against calling the team the San Diego Chargers. Here is, uh, I think everyone around here would hate that. This is the worst take, Scraby. Come on, man, is a reply. Yeah, um, that name should never even be an option. Right, I would support the team, but I would not like the name referring to the old NFL team that left to another city. That's just a ridiculous idea. Yeah, someone is suggesting the fleets to, to resurrect the. Yeah, don't see that being a big seller around here um my my soccer guys two balls and a mic they uh said let us help with these convos because they're very good at the soccer things okay. so uh right. right now though uh it's it's pretty evenly spread i gotta say i'm a little surprised a little even a little more evenly spread than we expected but still uh quite a bit of the majority are saying that they hate you so it's not exactly <laughs> a, a third is saying that. Yes, it's not. You're not exactly getting a favorable reaction here. You're no. just not getting as much of a negative reaction as we expected that you would get. The San Diego Soul, Soul S U S O U L. No S O L S O L E. Like Sun. Oh, just like Sun S O L. Soul in Spanish. Yes, S O L E would be kind of weird. It would name somebody after the bottom of a shoe. <laughs> Don't know that's that that's what, really all that good. That's not what they're doing. No, I know. You're, it's Spanish for sun. I yes. got it. Yes, that's it is. actually not a bad name. I think maybe the best one I heard was just San Diego FC. Yeah. That, or yeah. just in homage to my all-time favorite NFL nickname, how about the San Diego FT? Uh, football oh, team. <laughs> I kinda or like do you it. have to be a football club if you're playing soccer? Oh. If you're playing soccer, everyone's an FC something or other. I got a tweet right now that makes a lot of sense. Although it would be hilarious since the LA Chargers are still accidentally called San Diego, this would just add another level of confusion, which it would. Yes, it would. Uh, the Footy McFootersons. I like that one, too. So, Yeah, I don't anyway. like that one. The what? Uh, the Footy McFootertons. All right. The reason they say that, Chris, is because there was a ship, a research ship, that was the name of it was put up to a vote, 
and the people voted to name the boat Bodie McBoatface, and so that's what the boat is named. <laughs> Bodie that's McBoatface. What it ended up? Was it the MHHMS Bodie but Boat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I better not say this. I'm going to utter a bad word by trying to explain that. All right, let's get it back to Peoria. Get everybody uh, the latest from manager Bob Melvin. Uh, by the way, we haven't touched on this yet. Kevin Acey tweeted out today that Joe Musgrove. Uh, and Joe, get well soon. He yeah. had uh, four wisdom teeth removed yesterday. But he will throw a bullpen today. Joe Musgrove is How? tough. That is tough. He's I was tough down guy. for the count after my wisdom teeth. Well, he's probably down for the count yesterday, and he's back at it today. I don't know that I could do that. Uh, all right, take us through some of this Bob right. Melvin sound. Uh, I thought some interesting things about uh, not only Matt Carpenter, but a couple of guys we haven't talked a lot about, Cole Hamels and Nelson Cruz. Yes. Now, let's start with Matt Carpenter, because we kind of know what his role is going to be, but we're not really too sure about what it's going to look like for the full season. But Bob Melvin was asked about Matt Carpenter's role and whether or not he's going to play the outfield as a temporary solution until Fernando returns. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to break him in in the infield here. We, we talked a little bit yesterday. I, I don't with the guys that we have here. I don't feel a need to put him in the outfield at this point. Maybe later in spring, we'll see how it goes. But it's probably going to be mostly at first DH, maybe a little bit of third, um, and kind of simplify it for him in spring. Here, would you be comfortable with him in, in right for some of those first twenty? So? Just just depends on you know. Once we get closer, you know, we play quite a few games and get to where there's a light at the end of the tunnel to when the season starts. there's a need for it, I might, but I also want to keep him healthy and I want to keep him in spots that he's a little bit more familiar with. Bob Melvin, just as good, by the way, as A.J. Preller at not saying a whole lot. On that answer, for sure. Really good deflecting. I think he's got to put Matt Carpenter in right field some in spring training just to see if it works. Otherwise, you're taking a potential bat out of the lineup and replacing it with who? Who's going to play right field? Adam Engel? David Maybe. Dahl? Maybe. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mean, I think you got to see if Matt Carpenter can play some right field. You don't want to just throw him out there in the middle of April and say, hey, you got it until Fernando returns if he doesn't got it. That's true. You want to make sure that he's going to help you win games. And Yeah, he's still got to play Fernando's some defense out. for sure. Uh, so Fernando, speaking of him, he's going to be eased back into action. He's not going to play initially. We we talked to Sam Levitt earlier, and he, he did confirm that Fernando will not play in the Friday game. But Bob Melvin was asked how he balances the fact that Fernando's returning from two surgeries but also missed out on a lot of reps last season. That's all part of it. And in speaking with him, we talked some yesterday about it. He wants to play yesterday, and he wants to play in the first game. He's not going to play in the first game. It'll be within the first week, um, but we want to make sure he does everything that he's going to have to acclimate to in games. You know, there's a instinctual component to when you play, and we want to make sure that he, you know, checks all the boxes, trying to slide feet first, you know, get him diving back into first, doing a lot of things that he's going to have to. Okay, that's how that feels, and then once we get through all that, he'll, you'll see him in games, but he's ready to play in a game right now. How will you split outfield time with shortstop time? I guess especially considering that I guess it might be your only shortstop on the roster when everybody leaves for the classic. Um, I, you know, I think it's it's probably beneficial to just keep him in the outfield to start. We'll see once we get a little bit later in spring. I think, you know, as far as health goes, a little less on his plate in the outfield than having to play shortstop. Like you said, he's been through a couple surgeries. 
He hasn't played in a game basically in 15 months. So, you know, a part of that easing him in uh, probably is, is outfield uh, exclusively to start. I know, I know it's early, but how does he look so far out there? He looks great. I mean, it, it's remarkable to me, you know. Now, he's one of the great athletes in all sports, but, you know, for not playing as long as he has, to watch him take batting practice, watch him enthusiastically go after balls in the outfield, um, you know, this is my first look, first hand on the same side with him, and I think it's been remarkable, uh, the progression he's made with, you know, with the injuries that he's had. Thank you, Bob. Yes, thank you, Bob. Very good. Uh, again, not too committal on anything other than the fact he doesn't really plan on playing Fernando much in the infield. There's really no need to play him at shortstop in spring training because once the season starts, Xander Bogart's going to be the shortstop. And when yeah. he's not, they're not going to bring Fernando in just for a couple of games. They're going to put Hassan Kim there and give Xander Bogarts a day off. Yeah. Just understand that that's going to be the way it is. So there's really no reason for Fernando to play shortstop in spring unless something you know, drastic happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, why would you? you need, he needs all the work that he can get in the outfield right now. Right. Uh, Cole Hamels, San Diegan. He yeah. is assigned to a minor league deal with the Padres, and Bob Melvin was asked what the expectations were for him and what his level of readiness is. We're going to take it day-to-day with him. He, you, you're not going to see him in a spring training game. Um, I, he's not to that point. Uh, he's probably a little bit, a little bit later on in the season, but it's nice to be able to pick up depth like that, knowing that you know later on, middle of the season, couple months in, whatever it might be, that you have somebody like him potentially to draw from. Just adds to the depth, and certainly he's had a nice career, and he's pretty motivated to get back and, and pitch in the big leagues again. I think that's uh, telling uh, to a lot of people. I think most of us expected to see Cole Hamels pitch at some time in spring training to see how, what he could do. Um, Bob Millman says he's not going to. So there you have that. Um, I don't really know without pitching at all in spring training, I guess they would. I guess if they got to this point, they could send him to the minors for a while and yeah. have him pitch some games down there before they brought him up to see you know, how he looks in the big leagues. But I kind of thought Cole Hamels would be a guy in spring training. So this is news to me. Uh, yeah, it is news to me as well. What What's the point of bringing him in if you're just going to keep him around? Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess maybe you're blocking another team from having him. It's understandable. He's only made one start in the last three seasons. Yeah. I, I, I so also get that. While. There might not be much left in the tank, so I guess why are you going to use it up during spring training? But I just really hope, really hope it's not a Jake Arrieta situation. I brought that up earlier. You, you said it won't be. I, I tend to believe you. But we, we all saw what happened when Jake Arrieta came to the Padres. It was a, a dire part of the season, and he just wasn't able to pitch well enough for the Padres to win the games they needed to win. So Correct. All right, final one. Nelson Cruz. What did they call him? Boomstick. That's what they call him. Huh. But Bob Melvin was asked for his uh, first impressions of Nelson Cruz. I, I, first time he got here, I said, walked up to him and I go, I bet you have more homers against me than any other manager in your career. And he looked at me and he goes, I think it's Socha, but you might be second. And he was right. He's got 50 off of Socha. He's got 31 off of me. So, look, he's done a lot of damage to the teams that I've been on in the past, and I'm just happy as heck to have him on our side. And I know he's happy about being there. He's got a kind of busy, kind of busy offseason. Yeah. Preparing for WBC and GM. Like, what do you kind of make of his, his ability to balance all of that? 
better now. It's quite the moonlighting, and, and he's you know he's on his phone after the workouts quite a bit, still trying to get. I think he's probably trying to get a role on that team, a consistent role on that team that he has. Um, I don't know the general manager makes the lineup out, so uh, he he's look he's he's with his experience in the game, he's able to handle both of those things, and. He's, at, he's done everything we've asked him and more here in camp. He's taking ground walls at first. I saw him taking outfield reps with you know uh, with the with the outfielders off the machine. Um, he wants to get himself in good shape and get ready for a season. Did you hear that wind whipping through the microphone, Chris? Uh, it's scary. There's a major storm out in yeah, Arizona. Very scary. Very scary. I'm looking out the window right now, and it, it, the the clouds are moving. They're moving in. All right. That's fine. You were the one who brought up the weather problems. I know, and I just uh, it was long ago. It was long ago. Yes, and still there hasn't been a drop of rain since I brought it up. The idea, the fact that this has been a very, very underperforming storm to this point. Okay, I was waiting for the clarification, the qualification. Okay, Uh, very good. Bob Melvin, we're up to date from Peoria. When we come back, uh, NBA former MVP changing teams. Yeah, it's official. We'll let you in on that after check of traffic on Gwen and Chris. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Quinn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Just looking at the poll at Matt Scraby. There's seriously I, over 500 votes in like 20 minutes. 520 votes now. God, I want to thank that one person for voting so many so times. So many times over and over and over. Yeah. Yes, as 32.3%. Uh, well, I should give you the question. If San Diego got an MLS team and it was named the San Diego Chargers, would you support the team? Yes, got 32%. No, got 30%. And then I hate you got 37%. And here's the thing, because I'm getting a lot of mean comments in the DMs right now. Saying yeah, that are. I'm just saying that I'm just trolling. I'm not actually trolling. I do believe that 
if they named them the San Diego Chargers, I think that helps you take back your name. I think it helps Chargers fans to maybe feel like they have some sort of power in the situation. Stop trolling. <laughs> so you were the one who was tweeting yes, you that. Yes, I'm the, I'm the one that's voted 530 times in this poll. And that's what you you're doing trolling. over there. That's what I'm doing as I'm voting in the poll. You know what's funny is I wouldn't even know how to vote in a poll. Oh, it's really easy. You just hit the button. Click on the button. Yeah. Yeah, still not capable. Still uh, not capable. NBA news. Uh, this isn't the worst. This is the worst kept secret of the year. But Russell Westbrook is officially a Clipper now. What former NBA uh, MVP uh, traded by the Lakers to the Utah Jazz at the trade deadline? The Jazz released Russell Westbrook. He has indeed hooked on with the Clippers. Uh, so he will be trying to not only help the Clippers, but I'm sure he will also be trying to help burn his former team, the Lakers. Oh yeah. Russell Westbrook is not the only former Laker who plans on burning his former team. New Bulls guard Patrick Beverly says he already had a pair already has a pair of games circled on his calendar for the uh, Chicago Bulls. Uh Beverly was uh, picked up by the Bulls here to uh try to help them get into the postseason. Right now they're two games out of the final playoff spot. Last thing I saw with Pat Bev by the way, I didn't even know he wasn't with the Lakers. I saw him on the on the basketball court showing the referee a camera of the incident that That's happened. That's what he was last year. And he was in a Lakers uniform. He so. was still a Laker when he did that, but now he's a Chicago Bull by way of the Orlando Magic. Uh, he was traded to the Magic ahead of the deadline and then uh buy out with Orlando, signing with Chicago this week. But he said during the Pat Bev podcast today that all he cares about, along with trying to help the Bulls, is that the uh, Bulls still have two games remaining against the Lakers. And he said his main goal there is to knock them out of the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. So, you know that he's going to do everything he can. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook will both be out and about to try to keep the Lakers from getting into the playoffs. Darwin Ham today. So Darvin Ham says today that the, the goal for the Lakers is to get into the playoffs. They're currently two games out of the final playoff spot in the West, just like the Bulls are in the East. Lakers return to action, by the way, tomorrow night at home against the Golden State Warriors. And speaking of the Warriors, they will continue to be without Steph Curry for at least another week. Curry has been out uh, for uh, quite some time. He's missed 11 games with a left shoulder Subluxation. Oh, I have a subluxation. Yeah, be careful with those. Uh, Curry is uh, was hoping to come back right after the All Star break. He has started individual on court workouts. He'll be reevaluated again in one week. Hmm. But that's at least another week that the defending champs go without Steph Curry. They're not. They're not really defending their title. I guess they haven't had a chance to actually defend their title yet. They've but had some injuries. They're I not mean, doing well. Well. You know, they're still the champs, and as long as Curry and Thompson and Green are playing, I think that gives them a at least a, a look at a chance in a playoff series against pretty much anybody they play. The thing we've talked about with the NBA in the West, right now you've got Denver at the top along with Memphis and Sacramento, but the interesting thing to me is who's in the 8-9 spots, 7-8-9. New Orleans, very good, especially if they get Zion back before yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, well, they need to. Right, Golden State, defending NBA champion is number 9. Lakers with LeBron and Davis and uh, everything else they've added are now they're number 13. Portland with Dame Lillard is number 12. I mean, there's some low seeds, potentially low seeds, that 
could give Denver, Memphis, Sacramento a tough time at the top. So, But that'll all shake itself out come NBA playoff time. I saw a bet on the Lakers. They were probably the best odds on the website for them to just make the playoffs. It wasn't great odds. It was like plus 160. But yeah. uh, I, I guess you can – does a play-in game count as a playoff yes. game? I th- well, I think it does, but maybe they uh, – no, they, no, they do count it. They do count it. Yes, so if the, you finish in the top books. 10, you're in a playoffs. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. And right now the Lakers are 13th, but they're only two games out of 10th. So They're right there. Well, they are. I mean, I hate to say they could, you know, win three games in a row and they could catch Oklahoma City. Although it's tough to pass, you know, the other two teams. There's a lot to be done for the Lakers. They're 27 and 32. That is, I would think, bad. for them to make the for them to make the playoffs. I would think they'd have to finish at least a couple of games over 500. It means they'd have to go 15 and eight the rest of the way. They also have had a lot of injuries this year. Yes, they have. 15 and eight though seems doable for. The, LeBron James, if he's focused. If he's focused and well, if he's I mean, healthy. Well, I mean, he is focused. I'm just saying, right, if he's playing, right? I mean, how many games has he had to miss this year because of the sordid feet and ankle injuries? No, that's true. And he's been sitting out, um, well, now. Can't probably sit out too many more, LeBron. He's had a pretty good rest, though, because they had the all-star break, and yeah. I know that he well, came out of that game a little early. Gonna, I don't know. Can he Honestly, can he play 23 games in a row without sitting out? I don't know, Chris. Or is he going to need load management in there a couple of times? I think he may. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, he it's a has lot some to ask management. these guys to play. You know, twenty three games without sitting. Anthony Davis will have to sit out at least five, knowing that guy. <laughs> Can you tell him that he's not in my book? But no, I'm not really a big Anthony. I don't Davis know why, fan. but it's really funny during the break when you and Tony start talking about Anthony Davis because Tony, Tony Tony defends Lowe, well, him. Tony defends him. He's on his team. I, I'm and you don't, and then you guys get into these little arguments. I'm just, and not, hilarious. A, I'm just not a fan of the way he plays. I know that he's got incredible athleticism and skill he can dunk from the three-point line probably he can also make a fallaway three-point shot i mean he has some skills that very few big men possess i just don't think he applies himself 100 percent every night you're i mean i think he applies himself 50 percent i can't of the time, say for the sure 50 i don't think he does but i can't say for sure but i can't either i'm not the out there with him tells us something Statistically, it tells us something. The guy will go for 38 and 20 rebounds, and the next three games he'll score 10 points combined. Where does he go? I don't know. I don't either. Break time, coming back. Interview of the day, Sam Levitt updating us on the Padres from Peoria. Baseball fans, stay there. Previously on the John Cantera Show. Look, he's making big money, but I do think the way the market is now, he deserves more money. How do you feel about that? How high can the Padres go with Manny Machado? Can they go $40 million? I don't think so. I don't think that's in the best interest of the ball club. I really don't. But I'll let you decide on that. Listen to the John Cantera Show, weekdays from 10 to 2, on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, one of the things you tune in for is the uh, latest uh, update on uh, your uh, San Diego Padres, our San Diego Padres. We're going to have that for you. Our visit with Sammy Levitt, uh, the pregame, postgame show host of Padre Baseball here on 97.3, filing uh, straight from Peoria. That's where Sam is, and uh, we caught up with him a little earlier you will get the latest on the Friars if you just stay tuned to Gwyn and Chris. It is Chris Ello. It is Matt Scraby together today in our Odyssey Palace studios, staying out of the horrifying uh, winter wind conditions and I'm rain scared to go outside. out there. Yes, you should be. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. braving the weather conditions to make his way down to Peoria today. He will rejoin us on the program tomorrow. Uh, this hour is brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. You remember college, Scraby, do you? Uh, somewhat. You were kind of in a haze at the I time. Was. I was. 5-Hour uh, Energy did get you through. I don't know. <laughs> I, I made it through. I don't know how, but I made well, it through. 5-Hour Energy. Hey, that was that the is energized true. feeling that you uh, relied on back then. Guess what? It still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. All right. Um, little update uh, on something we've been kind of keeping an eye on throughout the year. Boston Bruins, NHL, still on pace to break the all-time NHL record for most points in one season. Right now... The Bruins, with 26 games remaining, are on pace for 133 points. The record is the Montreal Canadiens, 1977. They had 132 points. So the Bruins are right there if they keep it going. They are also on pace for 63 wins, which would break the single-season record of 62. Won by Detroit, 96, Tampa Bay in 2019. 
One of their better players is winger Brad Marchand. And Marchand said, before we go through this season, if you ask any of the guys on this team who owned any of those records, nobody would know because nobody cares. <laughs> oh. It's not about the regular season. As soon as somebody brings it up, it's in one ear and out the other. Boy, way to be a buzzkill, I was Brad. just about to say, like, just play into it a little bit. You I'm can sure. play into it a little bit. We understand that you want to win the Stanley Cup. That's what it's all about. Everybody wants to win the Stanley Cup. You want to win the championship. You can still want to set but the record. there's nothing wrong with setting this record if they are able to do it. Um, Jeez, get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, if you win the regular season but don't win the Cup, nobody cares. I, and it's true, but I it's think... true, but it's not a hundred percent true. Yeah, because forever and ever, if the Bruins break the record, I mean, you know, well, let's compare it. The NBA record for most wins in one season is uh, the Warriors. Warriors seventy three and nine. Seventy three and nine, and they didn't win the they championship. They did not win the championship. They wore that themselves year. out trying to get the record. Well, maybe that's what Brad Marchand is thinking here with the Bruins. So. I, I get it, it but, like, geez. I'm kind of rooting for him to break the record, but then I really don't care if they win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't either. I'm I just not see interested. It. See, that's the thing. I want to see them break the record. I have no I, I don't care about them if they win the title. doesn't mean anything to it me It changes either. if you're a player, obviously, but. But guess what, Brad? Don't say nobody will care if you break the record. Scraby and I will care. Oh, yeah. We're big hockey people, and we're really going to care if the Bruins. We break would talk the about it all show. The record. <laughs> we would take an entire four hours, and we'd devote it to the Boston Bruins. Just and we read you your quote over and over and over again. <laughs> Brad Marshawn, the biggest buzzkill in hockey. <laughs> all right, let's check some traffic. When we come back after that, the latest on baseball and the Padres with our guy Sam Levitt in Peoria. From the premier Cadillac of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Danek. Got a couple things to watch out for in the South Bay, southbound side of the five near Coronado Avenue. There is a collision. Uh, looks like that is over the right shoulder, but fire crews have got the slow lane blocked at South Five at Coronado Avenue. Also traveling on the northbound five coastline right before Palomar Airport Road, we have reports of a stalled pickup truck in the center divide. Also want to watch out for any downed brush, trees, signs, even tumbleweeds. These windy conditions blowing debris all over the place. So that highway advisory in effect till 8 o'clock tonight. I'm Kelly Danik with Glenn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sam Levin had some bad weather. Twitter. Let's find out. Let's find out what happened. Uh, Sammy is down there in Peoria. joins us on the uh, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Sam Levin, how are you in Peoria, sir? Are you staying safe? I am doing very well. I am talking to you from my wonderful hotel room. It was a very chilly, windy morning at the complex in Peoria. I'm about uh, a mile away here, so uh, the sun is uh, the sun is poked out. It's uh, looking a lot better. But I, I didn't realize there were any uh, five star hotels within a mile. Of the <laughs> I know. I know. What you are you only talking stay- about? The Howard Johnson next door? I, I know that Sammy only stays in the finest establishments. I didn't As realize. He as he should, yes. I didn't you, know there you was should, anything that you close. Should see, you should see the breakfast spread. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it, believe me. It's all been good. It's, and, it's uh, quite no, special. It was, I, I, will, I will say, though, uh, this morning to me, uh, or today really as a whole, was uh, the most unfriendly weather we've had. Uh, the temperature in the morning wasn't as low as it's been, but... Boy, the wind was just brutal today, and uh, wind was, chill factor. Uh, the, 
I don't know what the wind chill factor was, but it was the first day of spring training where I legitimately was like ready to go inside and said, okay, I've, I've had enough. I don't need to see uh, the last bit of live batting practice here. Yes. I want to go inside. Well, one thing that you're coming to realize, <laughs> Sam, is that uh, spring training actually starts in the winter. Because we don't really yeah, get to spring true. until uh, we're a month away from actual dawning of spring, so we've got to we've got to tough it out. Uh, let's t- <laughs> that's what we're all doing. <laughs> okay, that's what we're all doing. All right, enough on the weather. Let's get to the Padres. Uh, you know, Sam. I mean, for the last three or four or five days, it's been nothing but Manny Machado and how he's you know taking away the focus of this team and he's causing a distraction. Uh, I'm not saying anybody's reporting that. I'm saying that people are freaking out about that on Twitter and elsewhere. Uh, How much is Manny Machado's stance to opt out of his contract, how much is that weighing over this uh, spring training uh, 2023, or is it having no effect really at all? I truly think it's a much bigger deal to us than it is to that clubhouse and it's something i asked manny about last week i want to say it was on friday i I asked him more of a general question and this was the second time really he had a uh, a media availability if you will where where, uh, everybody was gathered at his locker but i asked him about the outside noise and how this team will deal with that outside noise and i suppose part of that outside noise is is going to be potentially uh these contract discussions and the rumors that uh may go on here over the next uh, few weeks or, or next few months and he he basically you know had an answer about that they dealt with it last year and he said you know that to us uh, in the media it's it's you know th- that outside noise those distractions you know are are a, are a bigger deal than it is to them and and honestly that's the sense I get. Um, you know, look, is it going to be a storyline at times, potentially? But I think to the people in that clubhouse, you know, the, the one thing I've really taken away from, from spring training so far is that there is no secret as to what the expectations are for this team, what the hopes are for this team, and the legitimate chance this team has, not just to win a division, but to go and win a World Series and and. Um, you know, look, I, I think it has the potential to be a storyline on the outside. Um, Manny, I'm sure, will get asked about it in different cities, and uh, he may face questions about it uh, in San Diego throughout the year, depending on what gets said and what happens. But the, the sense I get, quite honestly, is that I, I, I don't think it's it's much of a distraction in reality inside that clubhouse. And, you know, Manny's obviously a great player who should have a great year, and uh, I, I just think it's it's probably something we're talking about more than they're actually focusing on in that clubhouse. That That's really my sense. Talking to Sam Levitt on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Sam is out in Arizona, and uh, he braved the weather, Chris, so we don't need to cover that one more time. I know we've already covered that. Um, but Sam... I was just wondering, because if you go to your Twitter, at Sammy Lev, you have put up a ton of different videos and pictures and all of the different things that are going around spring training, but I know that a lot of people are very focused on Fernando Tatis Jr. and what he looks like, and from the videos that you've put up, he looks like he's ready to go and he's going 100%. Is that is that kind of what you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, look, he looks great. There's no other way to put it. Bob Melvin said it again today, and he said that a few times already in the past week since I've been here about how good 
Fernando Tatis Jr. looks. Now, he's not going to play on Friday. Sounds like he will play in a spring uh, spring training game at some point in this first week. Um, He looks great. I mean, he's taking live batting practice. He's doing everything um, from live batting practice to defensive drills to hitting on the field to, you know, hitting off velocity machines. I mean, he's involved in everything. There, There appear to be no limitations on what Fernando can do. Uh, with that said, it does seem, and this was especially evident today, like the Padres are still going to be a little careful with him as far as getting him into these spring training games. Uh, they want to make sure that he's ready for all the different scenarios you will face in a game. Bob Melvin talked today about, you know, sliding feet first, about, um, you know, when he has to dive back into first base on a pickoff throw. Uh, these are all things they want Fernando to be comfortable with and to understand how it feels. Now, um, there's been, you know, a lot of reporting on his shoulder feels really, really good. The wrist is a little bit behind, but at least what you're seeing on the field day in, day out, he looks, he looks very, very good. And I've, I've spent, uh, a lot of time watching him chase down fly balls in the outfield. Um, you know, you're, you kind of marvel at his speed and, and what he could do out there with his speed and his arm, but, when you watch him, you would have no idea that this is a player that, number one, has gone through two surgeries since the last time uh, he played in a in a major league game. And number two, it's a player that has not played in a major league game since, uh, you know, uh, the, the end of the 2021 season. So just, just for the eye test, what you watch every day with him, he looks, he looks great. Sammy, uh, Juan Soto, he's supposed to be great. And the fact of the matter is, when the Padres got him from Washington last year, he wasn't great. He was good. He wasn't great. He wasn't what everybody said Juan Soto was going to be. Uh, Those of us who really didn't see him on a daily basis in Washington, and I think that's most of us, uh, probably expected a lot more. Uh, We didn't see it. What's Juan Soto saying? What is the thought? What is Juan Soto making us feel as to why this year is going to be the Juan Soto of old. Yeah, you know what? I I actually um you know I I I listened to an interview uh, he did uh, yesterday here on our station and um you know he he was talking a little bit about you know what what he's done in years past and you know guys I I think you, you have to go look at what he's done what he did before 2022 um, last season as far as average. Um, you know, w- was really an anomaly. I mean, this is a player that is constantly hit for a high average, constantly had a, an unbelievable on-base percentage, as we know, hits for power. I mean, he is, you know, going into last season, he was arguably the best hitter in the game. Um, so I, I think, you know, you look at it, you, you hear some of the things he's had to say. You know, I think last year, number one, you know, he, he didn't have a great first half with Washington uh, by some of the traditional numbers. And then he gets traded, and, you know, we see that a lot with players that get traded, um, you know, that there is an adjustment period. And now he's had that that chance to adjust. He's, you know, in a in, in a spring training here with the Padres, his first year. Um, he's not getting traded this season. I'm sure there's a comfort factor with teammates and in, in knowing all these guys now and going through what they went through uh, late in the season and, and into the postseason last year. So look, I think with Juan Soto, the the proof is is in the pudding. 
you know, with what he's done as a young player and the incredible amount of offensive success he's had. Um, you know, it's interesting. He's going to play left field. He played right, obviously, last year, but he's more comfortable in left. And, um, you know, we, we've heard it's his preference to, to play in one spot rather than bounce around. Um, and it seems like the Padres are, are going to do that for him, which I agree with, um, because you want, you want him to be comfortable and you need that best offensive version of him. Um, but, but I think the sense I get from him and from around camp is, you know, th- this guy is a tremendous, tremendous sitter. We kept using that word generational when he got traded to San Diego. Uh, were the numbers down last year? Yes. Did he have moments last year when he came to San Diego? Yes. Um, but, but I would, I would be pretty surprised if, if in now this very stable situation, no trade rumors, no contract rumors, I'd be very surprised if, if we don't see, um, something close to the Juan Soto that, um, you know, was, was there in 18, 19, 20, and 21 with Washington. Talking to Sam Levitz on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. He's out of Padre Spring Training. We just actually played a clip from Bob Melvin talking about Nelson Cruz and Cole Hamels. And he said Cole Hamels is probably not going to even, or he's not going to be doing anything in spring. What uh, what do you think, what are the expectations for some of these older guys on the team? And how much do you think we're actually going to see them contribute this year? The guys like Cole Hamels, Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenters. Yeah, well, I, I think you have to put you know, Carpenter and Cruz in a very different category than Nicole Hamels. Number one, for the, for the fact that Cruz and Carpenter are, are obviously on major league contracts and Hamels was signed to a minor, a minor league deal just a handful of days ago. So let's start with Cruz and Carpenter. Look, I think Matt Carpenter is going to play, you know, a lot of games. I mean, he, I think he's going to play mostly every day. Um, you know, uh, Bob Melvin talked today about at least in spring training, playing him in the infield, playing him at DH. Um, you know, we may see Matt Carpenter in right field before Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back, and you could see him out there, I suppose, at different points in the year. Um, you know, but but Matt Carpenter is going to be pretty close to an everyday player. Nelson Cruz is is going to get a lot of at bats as well, probably primarily is a DH. Cruz has taken reps at first base, and I know it's something that Bob Melvin has alluded to. Uh, you know, uh, he, he's done everything they've asked him to do and then some with taking reps uh, on the infield. So um, those two players, uh, you know, are, are going to be very important to this team, both on the field and inside the clubhouse because they're veterans and they've been there, done that. And, uh, you know, they're, they're very, um, you know, established veteran players. So, uh, with Cruz and Carpenter, I mean, you know, they, they both could be very, very important parts of this team. With Cole Hamels, guys, I think it's a very different situation. And I, I think we, we really found that out with what Bob Melvin had to say about him. And I know you played the clip, uh, before, uh, before I came on about how you probably won't see Cole Hamels in spring training games and, Guys, you have to remember, he made one start in 2020 with Atlanta. That was it. He made 27 mm-hmm. starts uh, with Chicago in 2019. But since, so essentially since 2019, he's had one start in mm-hmm. the major leagues. Um, you know, I think it's a situation where they are going to take their time with uh, Cole Hamels in, in, you know, building him back up. Um, and kind of seeing what they have in him. And I, I think probably it's a situation where, 
Um, you know, maybe he's in extended spring training. I have to, I have to ask a little bit more to find out, to be honest with you, but I'm just, I'm just thinking yeah. out loud here. Maybe an extended spring training, you know, maybe somewhere in the minor leagues and maybe becomes an option later in the season if you needed pitching depth, if you needed a spot start, if you needed somebody up here, that Cole Hamels could be one of those guys you could choose from and, and provides additional depth. But uh, I think we, we kind of found out the, the realistic expectations in the immediate for Cole Hamels based on that clip that you played from Bob Melvin that we, we likely won't see him in a spring training game. I think it's going to be a, a pretty slow uh, process uh, with Cole Hamels and seeing what they have. Real quick, uh, we have less than a minute. Does yeah. Adam Engel or David Dahl or both or neither make this team in your estimation, that's good, Sam? That's a good question, Chris. I think there's a chance for both. Um, you know, I don't know if both make the team, but but I, I think uh, you know Engel's dealing with a little bit of a, an injury right now. Uh, but I think there's you know a pretty good chance that one of them makes it, especially to start right with with Tatis not being there, yeah. and uh, you have essentially what's going to be an extra outfield spot. Uh, available, so uh, it's it's something to keep an eye on for sure. And uh, yeah, I I think there's a there's a pretty good shot that that at least one of them uh, makes the team. You know, at least uh, until Tatis uh, until Tatis returns. And wherever he goes, the champagne flows. That's right, <laughs> Sammy Lev. We heard yes, it here first. That's right. The uh, yes, we're going for the uh, Cactus League Championship, the crown. That's right. Get that first champion. You can't win them all if you don't win the first one. Sam. And there better be a champagne party if. They win that Cactus League. That's right. All right, Sam. Thanks for your... It's going to be a champagne party of one. Me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all right. So, Sammy Lev is going to be having a champagne party. We all know it. They're going to win the Cactus League, and he'll have... A, we, we said it last week. What is it? Wherever Sammy goes, champagne flows, because he has had some success around the sports teams that he has worked with. All right, that's it for today's show. Uh, thanks for everybody who is listening. The poll right now is going the against me. It's going the wrong way. So if you want to go check that out, at Matt Scravy. But tomorrow we'll be back. We have a back page. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. will be back with the show as well. So until then, have a good night and stay safe out there in the storm. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.